Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome back to, unfortunately, what is the last episode of the Safe Haven Talks. Yep, this is the last one, guys. <laughs> I'm very sad about this. I know. I've had a great time not only collaborating here with you, Gia, but obviously it's just been a new experience. I've never recorded a podcast before, and it's been, I don't know, it's been new and exciting, and overall, I just loved it, and thank you so much for going on this uh, new adventure with Anytime. I enjoyed it, Bray. I feel like we became closer friends. I feel like this was, I learned a lot. You Absolutely. Yeah. Very sad. It's been, yes, it's very bittersweet. Um, but we, it may be our last podcast, but we are still going to talk about a little bit of information. Not, not as much as usual, but yeah, let's hop into it. So I also wanted to say trigger warning for some, um, some of these stories do mention some um, hard topics. So I just want to give everybody a trigger warning. Now, this week, I didn't do a lot of research um, knowing this was our last one. It was kind of more of a wrap up. So I did find kind of unexpectedly, I'm sure a lot of people know this, but if you do not, Snapchat has the option for a lot of articles like Daily Mail and all of these um, companies to post reports and articles and and stories and little mini episodes on Snapchat. So while I was casually scrolling through Snapchat and all of the articles, um, a Daily Mail article actually came up that was about homelessness. And I was like, oh, let me read this, you know, because I'm not, you know, we're not geniuses now, but we have a lot more information than most people do now. So I was like, oh, let me, let me check it out. So this Daily Mail article was posted on Friday and it was an article talking about people revealing the real reasons that they were living on the streets and they're all anonymous. They, it, it's kind of looks like as though it was like a Reddit kind of response. So I screenshotted um, a couple and I figured we could talk about it. So in the article, it says that the reasons people end up living on the streets are varied and also always shocked and almost always shocking. Uh, one person admitted to being homeless because they wanted to ex- escape their abusive parents, while another admitted that they had decided to live on the streets after racking up too much debt, and another stated they chose to leave their home at the height of their addiction battle. So there's a whole bunch. Um, I'm going to read a couple, not too many, and uh, figure that we could just talk about it and see kind of some of the real reasons that maybe we don't hear about or that we do. I know that last week, again, if you haven't listened to our podcast before, go check out our other episodes. Last week, we talked about some of the reasons for homelessness and whether that be mental health, addiction, debt, whatever it may be. So these kind of reassure, some of these reassure that, that those are the true reasons. So one says, I chose to be homeless to get away from my abusive boyfriend. And they have a little blurb saying that this person was from Texas. Another said, I chose to be homeless to make sure my boyfriend wouldn't die on the streets. That was the worst decision I ever made. Another, right. Some of these are very interesting and they're a little bit vague too. They don't really go into much detail, but I just thought it was something that maybe a couple of people are listeners. And it was something that was so mainstream because it was put on Snapchat and Daily Mail. Daily Mail is definitely one of the more popular ones that I'm finding yes. that are posting on Snapchat. And I feel enough people may have seen this. Another said, I used to be homeless. I chose to live on the streets for a few months because I was against paying rent. I was 
so stupid back then. This person was from Virginia and revealed that they were simply because they were too stubborn to pay rent and they didn't believe in it that they chose to be homeless. This person from Delaware posted, I had to make a decision, either send my baby mama my rent money so my son isn't homeless, but I go homeless. I chose to be homeless. Tonight is my last night in my house. Another from Massachusetts said, I decided to be homeless during the peak of my addiction. I regret putting my family through that hell. Another from Alberta said, the last two years I was homeless by choice. I went looking for myself. Let's just say I sure found enough. I guess I can chill for now. That was one that kind of was a little bit weird to me because again, it was very vague, but I, I feel like we are kind of seeing this more recently. I know there's this really big trend of people buying buses and not like living in a traditional home or apartment or condo or any of those kind of things and just traveling to find themselves. And I just thought some of these were a little bit, I guess, shocking. Like it says in the article, you know, and yeah, some of these were really shocking. Some were also kind of sad because some of these people seem to either do it by choice or to do it because they had to. They didn't have a choice, which from what I assume from my research and most who are homeless are homeless, not by choice. But from this, I'm kind of learning that some people are homeless by choice, whether it's they are want to save money, whether they want to, for this example, find themselves. They don't want to have to deal with paying rent, whatever it may be. So it was just interesting. Another one said, months ago, I moved back in with my sister because her husband left her. Now we're being evicted and I chose to be homeless with her versus living with my boyfriend. Family comes first. So this one was kind of a choice and not a choice. Uh, which is why I definitely wanted to bring this one up because she had the option to live with her boyfriend, but also didn't have the option to live with her sister because her sister was being evicted. But instead of choosing to live with her boyfriend, chose her family and just stick by her sister, which I thought was absolutely sweet. And that was from someone in Pennsylvania. And like we've discussed in the past, sometimes mental health has to do with it. So this one has to do with this. And it says, I am bipolar. During one of my manic episodes, I took off from home and chose to live on the streets for five months. I never want to be back to that place mentally or physically. I think we, and this person, it doesn't, this one doesn't indicate where they're from, but we've talked about this in the past, how mental health is one of the major reasons why people become homeless. And this just reiterates that, that this truly is like mental health does have a direct connection to homelessness. And yeah, it's just reading these were a bit shocking. And some of these drew that connection back to the research that we already had done. Um, Another one said my whole life, I'd had it easy. So when I graduated and had 10,000 in the bank, I chose to live on the streets and blow it on drugs. I'm clean now and loved the experience, but I can't get back into the real world these days. Again, this is another person from Washington who decided to go onto the street, but then ended up blowing all of their money on drugs. And this person says that they, they are clean now and that, but they love the experience, but they can't, it's, it's transitioning back. That is what they're finding difficult. And the last one that came up was from Colorado. My brother and I chose homelessness because our own father was 
blessing us. It does get better. It was really hard time though. Again, this is some of these people were escaping really, really bad home conditions and they had a home but they didn't have a home, you know? So it's just, like I said, some of the research that we had done in the past to see some of these come up just either validated all of this research that I had done that, hey, that these are really the issues that the reasons these people are on the streets. But it was also shocking to find out some of the reasons were because people genuinely just chose to do it, which I feel like people don't really see that when you think of a homeless person someone who's homeless and living on the streets, the first thing in my head is not, oh, they, they want to be there. Like they chose to be there. I was so, going to say the exact same thing. The first thing in my head, if I see someone like a homeless person is what happened to them that brought them to this point. Right. What was the process? Right. That What led them? What led them down to- this road? Yeah. So it was just, I just thought it was a very interesting article because I felt like some, it just like, it was one of those things that kind of was surprising and shocking and, and it being so mainstream, like this is how, this is how homelessness is being presented in mainstream media right now. Like this is directly off of Daily Mail, a popular site that is found on an Instagram, a social media account that are kids from ages, I believe 13 is the minimum age for Snapchat. Don't quote me on that. I'm not positive. But these 13, you're exposing this kind of information to 13 year olds. So some of those, again, like this was a little bit deeper. Um, Do you have anything you'd like to add? I mean, it was, I mean, for the last episode, it was a deep topic. It was a deep dive for the last episode. Oh, for sure. But no, I, I agree with you. Like there's some, I do wish that some of them had more to it. Like I think it was the second or third one you said that one girl said she moved, she chose to be homeless to be with her, like to make sure her boyfriend didn't get hurt. Yeah. On the street. Like, and it just kind of left it at that. I'm like, you can't just yeah. say that and leave it that way. I understand if like she didn't want to say anything else. Right. But then be like, she didn't want to comment any further on that. Yeah. Some of these. And which, been, I mean, I felt like there was like a very open ended. Yeah. More to that. Right. It was. It was a little, it was a little odd. And I mean, that, I don't mean that in like a mean or a, a bad way. It just, like you said, it was left a very open-ended. And I'm it makes me wonder these people. Going, it made me wonder what was happening. Yeah, for sure. Because it, when you leave it open like that, and for something that was so vague, like some of them, it said, I'm homeless because of this. Mm-hmm. But then this, it was, I'm homeless because of this. But the this part was so vague that you're kind of like, I kind of want to know more. But like you said, if that's all the information they gave, so, you know, we're not going to hear anything more. But of course, these people are anonymous. They are opening up um, about the story as to why they were on the streets. And I give them so much credit for opening up and telling their story. But it does kind of leave you wondering, well, what happened? You want to know more? And I think that I think that just brings us back to what we've talked about almost every episode is we don't know. We don't know all the answers and we don't, and there's a lot of questions unanswered, but you want to know what, if there's so much information out there and it's so important that if you have a question, look it up, educate yourself on it. And for this, like, obviously our question can't be answered of, oh, well, what happened next? Because we can't get that answer, but we can research and find out about homelessness, but then we hear these stories and we can make that connection back. And I just think that one of the few messages that was so important throughout this entire series was educate yourself because there are things going on in this world that you do not know about. And sometimes knowledge is power. And when you have that power, you can do outreach. 
you can help those in need for this situation specifically. And another one is, what is the harm of helping others? Time and time and again, we had stories of children using nothing but logic, asking questions that we are, we as adults may be uncomfortable to answer or ask. And it led to an amazing amount of support and help for those who needed it. And yeah, it was just, I like loved this experience of being able to learn so much and not only to find out about those who are already helping, but how to help out myself. Me too. So, yeah, it was just, it was very, I don't know, I just really enjoyed this experience. And out of all the stories, all the feel-good stories, what was your favorite? What was my favorite? I would have to say that my favorite was from, I believe it was episode three or two. It was our third podcast that we um, uploaded. And it was the story about um, Tyler Stallings, the eight-year-old who raised money to help the homeless um, veterans when he was only four. That was my favorite one, I think, that I found. I it kind of opened your eyes. Like this was a four-year-old and it, it was the first story that I think we found that opened our eyes to the simple fact that, you know, these are kids. Like, what are we doing? We're adults. What is there? What's the excuse? Like, there's no excuse. And that someone as small as one individual person can do a lot with the support of others. And that not only did this child go out of his way to help those in need, the parents are also, going out of their way. They are educating themselves. They're educating their children and then they're helping their children to educate others. And I just think that that's super important. So that was my favorite. Which one was your favorite? I think the toss up between the one that we talked about in our first full episode, Cloud Covered Street Mm -hmm. and definitely Tyler. Yeah. That's like, come on, a four-year-old? Right. A four-year-old had the logic to say, if these guys were heroes, why are they homeless? Right. Why are they living on the street? That question shook me to my core. It shook me to my heart. It sits in the back of my brain to this day. Yeah, me too. After I heard that, it's just sitting up here. Yeah, me too. And I think that that is why I love this experience too, because it it, it got it me to think. It, yeah, it made me think in more ways than I have um, about issues that I don't, like I, now I want to do research on a bunch of things. Like I just, I want to find out and I want to continue even after this podcast is over and to educate myself and to help those who need it. And I just like, it sparked a new, get me wrong, I do identify as somebody who's an activist. Like I believe I am an activist and believing and I'm very passionate about things. This just opened up a whole new can of worms about activism for me. I feel, I feel like I want to do even more. And so that is just exciting. And I think that it opened up a new path for me as an activist for the issues that I am passionate about. So that is, yes, that was very exciting. That one was a big one. Yes. They all, so just all. to, yeah, all of them were great. Um, I, I enjoyed learning about every single story, the good and the bad, because it's important to know the bad and how to fix it. Exactly. Take the good with the bad. Right. You have to take the good with the bad. Absolutely. So to wrap this up, we're going to end on a positive note. And we want to thank our amazing teammate on this project. We want to thank Nikki for all of her outstanding research and work on our Instagram. And not only helping us research and finding stories for the podcast, but for Instagram and and all the hard work that she has done. And And we basically ran that account by herself. So. She did. Round of so applause thank to you, Nikki. Nikki. 
We really appreciate it. And of course, to Aaron and Alexis for running our Twitter. You guys have done a great job. And thank you so much for being a part of this team. And I think that's it, guys. So that's it. I'm, I'm about to cry a little bit. So I know. Thank, so thank you so much for listening. I hope that even one person has been able to take something good from away from these podcasts. So with that, our final time. Bye, everybody. This is Brie. This is Gia. And this has been Safe Haven Talks. Oh, wait, Brie, we didn't give our challenge, our last challenge. Oh, my gosh, you're right. So do you want to come our last, challenge? I think our last challenge, because this is our last episode, just go out yeah. and be a good person. Yeah. No matter what. Because Because, you know, you never know if someone's having a bad day. Absolutely. If you think someone's having a bad day, even if they're not, smile at someone. Right. You know, sit down with someone who looks like they're lonely. Obviously, don't if they look like they're crazy. But Yeah, like, no stranger danger. But, like, if someone is... to cry on an ear for listening. Be a good person. Yeah. Just go out and just be a good person and do what you can to help others. And that's our final challenge, guys. So, thank you so much for listening. Now, officially, for the last officially, time. Officially, the last time. This is Bree. This is Gia. And this has been Safe Haven Talks. Safe Haven Talks. This is a safe place to find facts. Bye, everyone. Bye.